Hey, Composer Quest listeners, Charlie McCarran here with the special announcement of the ninth Composer Quest Quest. I was talking with my friend An Vu, who organizes a video making group called Minkino, and she had an awesome idea for a collaboration. The basic idea is that filmmakers will make short films, composers will write scores for them, and then musicians will perform the scores live with the films at a screening. I'm really excited for this challenge, and I hope it'll be a fun one for you too. I'm assembling a Composer Quest orchestra right now, which will hopefully have at least one of every orchestral instrument, plus saxophone, drum set, electric guitar, electric bass, and piano. There's also a chance we'll work with a choir. And we have an excellent conductor lined up to help us out, Yuri Ivan. So it's going to be really good. I'll send you more details as they come. Just make sure to sign up for this challenge as soon as possible at composerquest.com quest9. Once you sign up, I'll get you teamed up with a filmmaker. But if you know a filmmaker you want to work with, you can enter their info in the sign-up form. Filmmakers who might be listening, you're welcome to sign up too. Again, the sign-up is at composerquest.com quest9. So, important dates for this challenge... The films must be finished by June 22nd. At that point, the filmmakers hand off their films to the composers, who have three weeks to write the score. Then on July 13th, the film and sheet music for the orchestra must be sent to me, charlie at composerquest.com. So when you send it, please include one copy of the film without the soundtrack, and if possible, one copy of the film that has the soundtrack synced with it. And this can just be a reference file, like a MIDI or audio file from Finale or Sibelius. And although that's optional, it would help the musicians learn the timing of your score. When you're sending these videos, please use Dropbox or WeTransfer.com to avoid clogging my inbox. And like I said, make sure to include the score and the parts for the orchestra to play as PDFs. Again, my email is charlie at composerquest.com. So once the films and the film scores are sent, we'll hand it off to the orchestra to learn, and the screening will happen here in Minnesota in August. And I'll keep you posted when we have a specific date and venue. Now, to help you get inspired, let's go to the field. First we'll hear from the organizers of Minkino, then we'll get some tips from film composer Adam Conrad about scoring for a live ensemble. I'm here in the field with Anvu and Robert Mason. Thanks for joining me here. Thanks for having us. Hey, Charlie. Thanks. <laughs> so, An, you've been doing Minkino for a while. Tell me, what is Minkino all about? Okay. Uh, yeah, Minkino is part of a worldwide organization that's all about um, getting folks to make videos on a continual basis and being able to show those videos. So we are the Minnesota faction of Kino. And we give you a theme. We call it the mystery meet. We ask you to make videos based on that theme under five minutes. And the whole idea behind it is do more with less. So sometimes videos can be, you think about it, it's like big budget. You have cameras and you have a producer and everything like that. Um, But this idea is really just trying to get people to make videos with whatever they have. So we've had like experimental videos with, you know, somebody found an old cell phone and took the footage off that cell phone and kind of remixed it. 
Um, some people do more like straight up narratives with you know a plot line and characters, and then some people we do have a, like a lot of animations. So what's the mystery meat for our challenge here? Ah, good question. So it is quest. What are some tips you might have for people who are making videos, knowing that there will maybe be an orchestral score going along with it? I don't know that you have to do really anything different. Um, it's more of an added value than it is a challenge. Yeah, maybe keep it quiet, quiet background noise. Or True, yeah. If your video has like lots of dialogue, maybe thinking about like, are there spots in the video where there are quiet spaces where like the music could take over and add to the video? Or um, we do all sorts of videos. It's not just narrative. Sometimes people do experimental videos, which would be really cool. The, the visuals and the audio would be really the focus. So there's potential for a cool kind of music collaboration in that way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have done animations through Mankino yeah, too, sure. which is could be a fun challenge for composers too. Absolutely. Because animations, depending on what kind you're going for, some mm-hmm. of those like Looney Tunes have the best scoring ever. And yeah. Insanely. Right. On the other hand, it'll be a tricky challenge for the players to line up musical sound effects. True, along with true. the video. So if you're expecting lots of timed cues, and this is more advice for composers. Right, yeah. Just be wary. Yeah. So you guys might be participating as well in making videos. Um, yeah. Have you thought at all yet about what kind of things you would want to do right, that would yeah. have a live score? I think mine's going to have a bird in it. Ooh. That's all I got. Any that. sort of bird? Why a bird? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just have a feeling that okay. there's going to be a bird in this one. All right, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll do something. I've been really intrigued with the idea of making video poems, so like taking a poem and then illustrating it. So I don't cool. know. Maybe I'll do that. That seems like it would be cool, and the music or scoring for it could be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thanks again to Ann and Robert for this awesome collaboration. For a little more about Minkino, visit facebook.com slash Minkino. That's spelled M-N-K-I-N-O. And by the way, if you go to composerquest.com slash quest9 and scroll down to the bottom of the page, you'll find a short film we made to kick off this challenge. And it's about one guy's quest in the crazy world of online dating. So, hope you enjoy that. Now, let's talk to film composer Adam Conrad, whose music you've heard throughout this episode. I am here with Adam Conrad, who just gave an awesome talk here at the Minnesota Music Summit. Yeah, I gave a talk on film composing, kind of the basics, but also a great philosophical look at film composing, too. So, yeah, I'll be posting that episode at some point in the future of the podcast. But, Adam, thanks for being here with me. Yeah, thanks for letting me be here, Charlie. Sure. So... The challenge that we're putting forth is for composers to write scores to be played live with these films. And you, as a composer, tend to write everything with live performers in mind. Yeah, um, right. Not so much MIDI. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I don't work as much on MIDI. Um, mainly all of my ideas come from my head just being quiet and then just writing them straight on paper. And for 
whatever reason, it's easier for me to think of gestures and articulations and things in their like really pure form, just right on paper, rather than trying to figure out through the medium of logic or a computer how to perform that articulation, how to get that sound. It's easier for me to just think of it and then write the idea and have a player do it. Yeah. So what have you learned in writing for live performers to play with film? Um, that players are a lot easier to sort of manage, um, or, you know, in a, in a really brash way of saying it. It's easier for me to tell a player, like, you know what I'm thinking is that I want it to be more serene, or I want it to be more lyrical, or I want it to be this way. How would I articulate that? You know, how would the notes be articulated? And then they can create the idea, you know, if I think in a broader gesture with simple notation or even a word, the player can create something that is beautiful and magical and they know whether or not to play behind the beat or on top of the beat or right in the center of it or you know what tone to create that clarinet solo in. So I can think in broader strokes and not try and micromanage exactly how they're going to play. Yeah. As composers, they might not be at the session because we were going to have composers from all across the world, possibly. So when they send in the score... Any advice you could give them? Yeah, write down in plain English what you want. You know, if you can't figure out how to write it in notation, write it in plain English as like a header to the whole piece. You know, this sound in the first violins is mimicking a telephone busy signal. Or this sound is supposed to feel like Morse code. The rhythm isn't strict, just go for the Morse code effect. Or, you know, if you don't know what how to make something brighter, just say bright or brightly rather than trying to find the perfect articulations or call a player and say like, hey, how would I write this to make it sound like this? And then they'll, you know, the player will say, oh, you want to write consort, which means with a mute. And then it's going to sound a certain way. Yeah. And one thing in your talk that I thought was a good thing to think about as a composer is the importance of the color versus... Mm -hmm making sure a melody is perfect or the harmony is perfect? Yeah, I mean, for me, my palette is color because for me, I think that people, especially with film music, will associate with a color, a tone color, rather than a melody. It's harder for people to leave a two-hour film and say, oh, the melody was da-da-ba-da. But it's easy for them to say, oh, I just loved when the voices came in. When the voices and there was bells, it was so beautiful. You know, that's the thing that they remember. And then you can play whatever you want. You can play that melody upside down or backwards or do all kinds of things, but the changes of colors can really bring a really, an interesting and powerful dynamic to the situation. You don't have to be creative with harmony and with melody and with rhythm and, you know, with color. You can pick and choose and, and sort of, you know, okay, I'm going to do a pretty simple progression here and then present it in an interesting way. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I think that's good for composers to think about too because I know I will do this we'll be trying to fill up the entire short film with music mm -hmm. just because it'll be fun but the absence of music too can mm -hmm. be really powerful yeah we just talked about that and that's a really good point is that music is powerful because there is no music and that's sort of a, a strange philosophy I guess but if there was music playing all the time it would be really difficult to hear a certain musical idea but in silence a really simple idea can be very, very powerful, right? The idea is, uh, is contrast. Mm -hmm. And entrances also. You uh, talked about 
being super important, like, do you have this instrument enter during the conversation mm -hmm. at the very last word or after? As yeah, a dur during an action, as a reaction to an action, or at the end of a word, and then, you know, does it come in early, right in the middle, uh, or late? And I, I think there's a lot of different effects, but sometimes a second entrance can make all the difference in the world. Do you want to hear the entrance of the first note? Because it's really, really powerful, and you know that everyone's going to be paying attention to the music right here, so it's okay. Or do you want it to sneak in very subtly and sort of increase awareness of what is already happening on screen? So maybe if that's the case that you want to come in really gently with the violins underneath a word so you hide the attack, you know? Power, bow, right, right underneath power, or whatever the word is, mm -hmm. if that sort of makes sense. So I think entrances and exits are really important. Anyone can make film music that feels good, you know, but how do you get in and out of it, and how do you use that feel-good power once you're there? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, very good advice, Adam. Thanks for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and um, I guess you personally also... It, I uh, have a fun group here in Minnesota. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. definitely plug uh, Improvistra is a 30-piece or more group that I conduct. It's completely improv-based, and the improvisation is based on hand signals that I give to the orchestra, and we create music of five minutes or 30 minutes of length, and we do it for an organization that's a not-for-profit organization that raises awareness for different foundations in the area, and that is called Potted Meat Mondays, M-E-E-T, Potted Meat. And it's basically a gathering that happens at Elsie's in Northeast. And 100 people come, artists and art lovers alike, and you get to see Improvistra play, featured musical artist, and you get to see some live painting or live graphic design or cartooning. A photographer will hang their work, sculptors will hang their stuff, and you get to see all kinds of different what we call featured artists and mingle with art lovers. Cool. So if you're in Minnesota, check it out. Yeah. Well, thanks, Adam, again. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Adam Conrad for those words of wisdom. And thanks for providing the soundtrack to this episode. You can find Adam's music at soundcloud.com slash adamconrad and connect with him on Twitter at adamadamconrad. So one last thing I should mention, kind of as a disclaimer is that although we would love to have every single film and film score performed live, there's always the chance that this might blow up and we get way too many submissions. And if that's the case, we may have to pick and choose. There's also the chance that the Composer Quest Orchestra may have to cut pieces if they're going to be impossible to learn in just a few rehearsals. Now that doesn't mean you have to dumb them down, just make sure to orchestrate them in a way that's humanly possible to play. Like Adam said, it's a great idea to ask performers for feedback. As always, feel free to email me with any questions, charlie at composerquest.com. Once again, remember to sign up at composerquest.com quest9. And good luck! Hope you're as excited as I am to try out this challenge. <laughs>